Let's go, baby. Let's go. It's D Street, the Down Street, of Footballville, Caneville, FootballvilleNation.com. Man, listen, first off, they told me I couldn't do a podcast with one person by myself. That's a lie. I'm in here by myself with, I guess, a invisible friend. Because <laughs> we about to run this thing by myself podcast this morning. Saturday, college football. <clears throat> Last night, high school football. Shamanah Madonna versus American Heritage with a football field number one player in the nation, James Williams. I don't care what nobody say. Kid is a beast. Um, spoke with his coach last night, and his, we were trying to figure out like what position they had him playing because you couldn't tell. I mean, uh, he would be lined up safety and drop down to the line, look like an end, go out and cover somebody. And basically, coach broke it down like this to me concerning James Williams, University of Miami commit. He said he's 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 along the lines of Ed Reed Smart. Like he 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 can see things happening, happening in offense, and they give him the flexibility basically to to roam the defense and and use his instincts and what he sees. And he said a lot of the kids on the defense, he he tries he he tries to pull them along and and help and and get them to see what he's what what he sees, but it, but he can't. I mean they they can't they can't see it because they're not on his level and he don't really realize it. Very cerebral, and that was the first time I've heard anybody talk about James Williams like that, in that in that fashion. Um, very very smart. That is a plus. I mean, that is huge. He's already aggressive. He's already has the physical capability of taking over a football game, but for him to be intelligent like that, um, grow to to grow into that, that's 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 nothing but um. Uh, Upside on somebody who's already at the top. So yeah, um, they go at it. Uh, COVID game, kind of sloppy game. Seven to three. American Heritage take down three times state champ Shamana Madonna. Um, but one thing came out of it. Thad Franklin uh, got hit on the sideline, went to the ground, and he was down there maybe f- ten minutes. And I realized it was Thad. I didn't know it was Thad. Uh, eventually, he was helped up by two people and carried off. Couldn't put weight on his ankle. Um, we're going to pray for that and um, hope for a speedy recovery. Hope it was nothing big. I'll find out for y'all guys tomorrow. But, yeah, that was unfortunate that came out. of. Um, that, that was an unfortunate event that came out from this game. Jamal Johnson, Allen Hay, um, the other defensive end, what's the kid's name? Uh, he's not committed to the University of Miami. He has offers from everybody in God. He has offers from Clemson, Ohio State, Super Friends, X-Men. He had offers from everybody. <laughs> uh, some of our defensive line played very well. I don't know if it was American Heritage Officer line, but some of our defensive lines is is loaded with talent. Um, Allen Hay, very, very smart kid. We've already showed you Allen Hay. Um, go check out the Allen Hay Caneville. Very smart kid. Um, some of our D-line is, is get after it. Earl Little Jr., um, I think 2022, 20, 
two kids. He didn't um didn't play. So he'll be back on the field in October. That's son of Earl Little. Aronde Gatson, Miami Dolphin. Miami Dolphin, former Miami Dolphin son is like six four wide receiver. Um caught a amazing one handed catch. But they called a no catch. Um in a in a pretty sloppy game, like I say, seven three American Heritage wins, not much offense. Um, James Williams balled out. Thad uh, goes down, and that's that. Today, the University of Miami Hurricanes get Louisville, and they'll be traveling without Jeremiah Payton, freshman wide receiver, who said uh, basically put up the sick emoticon, which usually means COVID. <laughs> you know the players, so I'm sure he's maybe quarantined off somewhere. Uh, but yeah, man, real, real, real. Um, Miami gets Louisville. And we were talking about Louisville's speed and that they're fast and that um, sometimes I think those things are overrated. I mean, <laughs> Tutu Atwell is super fast, super quick, unguardable, yes. And then they get they have the other kid, number seven, Des Fitzpatrick out of Michigan, um, Farmington, Michigan, who came up big. He's a lot bigger than Tutu. He's 6'2". He came up big in the first game. Um, but two 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 dads. Um, they're not gonna run around on the on the canes like they ran around on whoever it was they played Weber State. Oh, I don't know who they played. Who did they play the first game? Um, Western Kentucky. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Western Kentucky. They they beat them thirty five to twenty one. Yeah, they're not gonna they're they're not gonna run around the Canes like that. Tutu Atwell may be he, Tutu Atwell might run around on the Buffalo Bills like that. I mean he's he's a special kid, special talent. Um, but I don't I don't see that happening. I think we get the real defense today. I I think it was a thing of uh, you prepare for Louisville, the ACC opponent, um, kind of go vanilla with UAB. And I think we get a real defense today. I think I, I think we get a look at some more schemes, some more gimmicks. I think they let the pressure go a, l- a little more with uh, Quincy and Phillips. My, th- my, my main thing about Louisville is that uh, last year when I watched Louisville from the sideline, that was one of the worst college football defenses I ever saw. And I can't, I can't stress that enough. Because I can't see how they have gotten better leaps and bounds. You see Western Kentucky put 21 on them. That was one of the smallest, worst defenses I've ever saw. Maybe they was in a transition phase. Somebody told me they recruit for speed. Um, even my guy Trinell Troutman and Robert Hicks from Miami Central is on that defense. Trinell has gotten a lot bigger. He looks a lot stronger. But that defense last year was just break. There was no bend or break. It was just break. And then you bring in De'Aaron King, the running game that we have. We think we're concerned about Louisville, our receivers. I know they're concerned about our offense and De'Aaron King. Uh, this week, we, De'Aaron King, uh, one thing I thought about last week was uh, De'Aaron King's father died over the summer, and that probably was, that was the first game game that he's played in since his father died. 
Don't know how that affected him, but um, that's just something that crossed my mind about De'Aaron King. Um, but I, I know we get in the so so we get a, a, a another offense this week. We get the real offense this week, somewhat, <laughs> somewhat. What the offense really looked like, and, and it should involve the tight ends. Like it did not involve the tight ends at all in the first half, but it had so much success on the ground. Like I tell, you can only do one thing at a time. Um, so I'm sure they're going to involve the tight ends this week. And Louisville, if there's a team that I think has concern in this game, it's Louisville. Louisville and their, and their break defense should be concerned with what De'Aaron King is about to do uh, or, or is capable of doing. Cam Harris and the two running backs, uh, Cheney and... Rooster. So yeah, man, y'all let me know how the how my podcast <laughs> alone goes. Uh, maybe I get X here. Maybe I get my boy Isaiah here. Um, but yeah, I think I can hold it on my own. Um, other things to say, Tate opts out, and um, we were hearing that Tate may be the next one in the transfer portal. We were hearing that maybe two weeks ago. Um, so he opts out. Uh, and that may be the last we've seen old Hollywood Tate. Uh, see your boy Kosi Perry hanging in strong. Um, Darren King will be back for another year, so we'll see if Perry ever get his chance to do his thing. But no, man, Louisville t- today, man, University of Miami should be able to take care of Louisville. I know it's tough to go on the road for any team during a time like this. It has to be. Um, I-, I can't imagine it's not. I'm sure it's a lot of protocol, a lot of things you have to go through, especially coming from South Florida. They treat us like we're aliens. Uh, that, like, we invented the coronavirus. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but once they get over that hump, um, because everybody has to a few times a year, I expect Miami and King to come out victorious in this one. Um, and I don't think the concerns are as much as we, I think we over overdo things, overstate things. But yeah, so and that's my yeah, that's my take on today's game and um that's football with footballville. Y'all make sure y'all follow us on Twitter and support support the podcast, man. Send it to a friend. Send it to a friend that wanna hear some University of Miami talk, some football talk, and get an update. Uh we appreciate it. And you can actually become a supporter. Make sure you subscribe so you get a email every time we come out with a new podcast. But listen, man, it's Footballville. I'm D Street. I'm out of here.